0: Do you want to start a business, get out of the office, achieve happiness and success while crushing life? This is Boss to Boss. The place to be for that extra motivation to get up and follow your dreams while learning from the ones who have already done it. And now for your host, Miro Weaslow.
1: Welcome to Boss to Boss. Today's guest is an Emmy Award-winning producer and host of TV series, Success in Your City. He is a podcaster, speaker, inventor, advisor, crowdfunding, and media expert. He is a co-host and one of two executive producers of Ambitious Adventures, a reality TV program focused on the compelling stories of young entrepreneurs across the country. In 2018, he was, a, he was named one of the seven millennial influencers by BuzzFeed and... He was featured in the movie Think and Grow Rich, The Legacy, as the youngest entrepreneur story. And also, last but not least, Kevin Harrington named him one of the America's next generational talents leaders. Uh, he's from the original Shark Tank, um, Brandon T. Adams. It's a lot, of, uh, a lot of big names, a lot of footsteps to follow. How are you doing, man?
0: I'm doing great, man. And thank you for having me on the show. I'm excited to Share some some tips with your audience and and
1: give them some insight. Yeah, and Kevin Harrington said you're America's new generational leader. That's what he said. Yeah. I, yeah. It, you know what? It's the foreigner in me. You know, even though I was born in Poland and I came at five years old, I'm I still mumble things once in a while.
0: It it's all good. That's funny. <laughs> uh, but uh, as long as but you yeah, no, it, it. yeah, yeah, it's it's been quite a journey. It's, it, when you read that often, and it, it makes you think. I go back in time to everything that it took to get to this point and where we're going it's uh time can go fast
1: <laughs> yeah i can so where was that kind of turning point um I, I, so before you got into the whole you know production film um what what did you kind of start off with like what where was the quick background on that
0: yeah so i guess i'll jump into because i i know kind of the audience that you are speaking to you know i grew up in in the ice business I so I've been an entrepreneur my whole life, and I uh, I'd sold packaged ice to my dad, like sold frozen water. It's it's crazy actually where you're at in Chicago. uh, Some of the places we used to deliver like an hour and a half from where you're at. Um, So it's in the Midwest. It was a tri-state region. It was Iowa. It was kind of Illinois, Minnesota, and uh, Wisconsin. So four states. Mm And uh, so got to see what it's like to deliver ice at a young age and be in a business and the, the pros and cons of brick and mortar business. It was an interesting business. Yeah. Um, so I did that and then I went to school and my first year of college, I got a 1.68 GPA. I wasn't the, the smartest kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really didn't really care about school. I think I just wanted to party and have fun. And it wasn't until I read a book – Uh, called Thinking Rich a Legacy where my mind completely changed. I was 20 20 or 21 at the time. It was my junior year of college and that opened my eyes up. So I I graduated college somehow um, and I I went back and I went into the family business selling ice and ended up buying out uh, my dad's business. So uh, five years ago, I bought it from him and and what I realized in the book, Thinking the Rich, is anything's possible. You can do big things in life. I want to do more than just sell ice. And I I had actually, when I bought the business out, I took a year and a half of my life while I was running the business, but also I had worked in corporate. So I was working as a manager. At the time, I was 23, 22, 23 years old. And I was managing, there was about 40 or 50 employees across uh-huh. the state of Iowa. It was eight locations. And I was uh, working in distribution of package so I, I, I did not like the corporate atmosphere. HR didn't like me very much because sometimes I just told people exactly what they needed to hear to do their oh, job. Yeah. But in today's day and age, if you do that, sometimes you get in trouble. And and so uh, I was the manager, and I I did all that work. And you're managing. Keep in mind, I was 23, and most people I was working with were twice my age. Oh yeah. Uh, so it was it was a struggle to get the respect. It took a lot of hard work. But one day I literally said, I'm not doing this anymore. I'll I, i I'll never forget this. I literally um, got in my vehicle and I drove all the way to Omaha, Nebraska. At that time I was somewhere in Iowa. So I drove like three or four hours. Mm-hmm. I went to my so-called boss, which I didn't even like the word boss. And I told him, I said, I'm leaving the company. I'm going out to pursue my dream. Um, and this is me letting you know that I'm,
1: I'm no longer working here. I'm
0: done. And that was it. I literally like within an hour, they shut off my computer. Um, they shut off the access because I had access to everything. Zero
1: zero remorse, huh?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, it was funny because, uh, I had been traveling all over and I'm like, this is going to be my last meal, uh, on the company. <laughs> so I went and got a big steak dinner. Yes, I got this nice yes. hotel. And I just, because I had worked, they worked me to the bone. Like I, I made them so much money. I worked so hard for them and I, I was done. That was it. And I had no runway at the time. I didn't, I had no like two, three months of runway in terms of paying my expenses. I had to figure things out. Um, and I just went all in and it was the best decision I ever made. And, and that's where I had been always an entrepreneur, but that's where it really was like the whole all in entrepreneurship for me. And, uh, that's where it began.
1: That's awesome. So at that time you were still kind of like, doing a little bit of entrepreneurship on the side, right? While working an actual job as well for your dad. Um,
0: Yeah, you know, keep in mind. So when I was actually, I was doing entrepreneurship on the side. So I was actually running this business. I was a manager in the the business and managing all these people, which is a full-time job. I was actually selling real estate on the side at my license. So like I'd get done in like six, seven, eight at night and go show houses. And then I was at this – during this time, in, I was putting all I made into an invention I had while also a part of the ICE business. So I was doing way too many things. So yes, I was an entrepreneur at that time, but I had the corporate job and they just thought I was crazy, which I got to the point where I worked myself into a mental breakdown. I mean when you do 100 and 110-hour weeks and you're sleeping oh, yeah. four hours a night, it eventually you just snap.
1: <laughs> so before I ask that, everybody following along, if you're, whether you're listening on YouTube, Facebook, or one of the podcast platforms, especially if you want to see, you know, put the face to the name, make sure to follow at Brandon T Adams, pretty much uh, Facebook, Instagram, those Every- are the main, main two, all, 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 all handles, Brandon T Adams. Um, and, uh, you, you or you could look up, you know, think and grow, rich the legacy film to find them in there you could look up success in your city uh i mean the emmy uh winning show and uh yeah 110 hour 110 100 hour weeks that sounds insane like how did how are you alive well i mean
0: <laughs> really like i would i would go to bed at like 11 30 midnight mm-hmm. i wake up at 4 4 30 and then do that every day and i was traveling all over and I mean, I—I I mean, it literally led to a mental breakdown. Yeah. And, and uh, I—that—that's when I realized, like, you gotta work smarter, not harder. Um, and I didn't want to work my life away for a company. I wanted to do it for myself.
1: Because you—you knew that you had that internal drive. You knew you were gonna do it eventually. But you're like, okay. I want something out of this, right? Like, I—I want to grow a baby. I want to like, grow something, right?
0: The only reason I did corporate is because one, I wanted to learn and get experience for a company at a high level, so I want to gain specialized knowledge, and I did that. And also, the money helped me fund my uh, my other endeavors. But I got to the point I'm like, dude, I can see where people get caught in the trap because yeah. they're like, oh, the money's good, it's consistent. But I'm just like, this, I don't want to wake up in five years from now I'll be like, okay, I'm still in this. So I literally, I, I learned as much as I could. I gained a lot of knowledge, experience mm. from it. And I left. I gained 16 months of knowledge and experience on their dime. Yeah. Uh, as entrepreneurs, when we exactly. make mistakes, it's costing
1: us a lot exactly. of money.
0: So I was learning on their dime, getting paid, took that knowledge, and then took it to everything else I was doing after I left.
1: Perfect. That is that is something I love to talk about. And you just like hit it right on the head. You took what they gave you and you— I mean, they were literally paying for everything, right? You could have took taken courses, probably trainings. You were traveling, probably talking to all types of CEOs, CFOs yeah. everywhere you were going. Um, so, what would you what would you say though to someone like me that two years ago I'm sitting there miserable in my cubicle and debating do I take that next step? Because as you know, it's not easy either way. But what well, would you I, tell that what person?
0: I, what I would say to you, or I'd say to anybody in that position, is what if he died tomorrow? I mean. Would you be happy with your life? How it ended? That mm-hmm. you sat in that damn cubicle and that was your life. That was your legacy. Uh, that literally is what the aha moment for me was. Is because the day that I had the mental breakdown and the ambulance came and like I thought seriously? I was seriously, yeah, seriously. Oh, like wow. it literally was like I was worked to the max and 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 that night I I like I didn't know who to call. I didn't really have any friends. I was just working. I thought to myself, if that was the end of me, I would be very unhappy with what my life led to. So for anybody listening, like, think about it. What if you were to die tomorrow? Would you be glad like that you're doing what you're doing? Because at the end of the day, I've always found out. And then when you make the leap, when you go all in on something else where you really love Mm -hmm. it, you always figure it out. You just have to take the leap. And it's very hard when you have a lot of obligations, things go on again, look at Look, if, if this was your last day, if you had one year to live, would you be doing what you're doing now? 99% of the people probably wouldn't be. Yeah. So they just need that kick in the ass to tell them, like, hey, just go do it. And it's easier said than done, but I've done it. I've experienced it. I've helped other people do it. Um, you just got to do it. Life is way too short not to.
1: Would you say there is a recipe before you can take the leap? Because some, some, you know, I have, a, I have a lot of heated arguments about this. That you need to have so, 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 and so, you know, lined up all these different streams of income. You need to have this kind of already going because otherwise you're going to crash and burn. Um, and w- what's your recipe for that?
0: Yeah, so I, I kind of took the route of just, just doing it and figuring it out but yeah for most people i would say do some research and actually see what other options you can do like what ways can you make money Mm -hmm. ideally have some runway have three to six months of of cash built up to to make your payments so you can figure out how to to do something or maybe even you're doing a side job that isn't corporate it's a side job that will help you gain knowledge Mm -hmm. in the area you want to do on your own which is actually Mm -hmm. worth it i mean Let's say you want to go start your own coffee shop.
1: Yeah.
0: Heck, I would go and work at a couple of coffee shops to learn from them, get paid and work on your own coffee shop. Like an example like that, um, work in the industry in the area that you want to do yourself so you can gain that knowledge, make some money and go closer to your goals.
1: Huh? So that's a, that's an interesting way of looking at it. How, how do you now as being like in the opposite side of this, how do you prevent someone from coming in and kind of taking advantage of, you know, of you by coming in and you know, right away they're strictly here to kind of, you know, just learn, be here for six months and gone.
0: Yeah. You know, I, I've been through many experiences on that. Here's my thing. Curveball. <laughs> I don't really, I, yeah, curveball, I don't really don't like to think of competition. I, I like to help people. And mm-hmm. sometimes I've been wrong and maybe I've collaborated with that kind of turned me wrong or went and did different things, but I always try to look at the positive of everything in terms of okay, we're helping each other. At the end of the day, I'm always gonna succeed in my own way, yeah. and I like to help other people succeed. So helping them get on their path and and the right people. Like there's some people that still I collaborate with today that worked with me, entered with me, and I helped them, and and they went on to do their own things. But we still collaborate. So I don't look at it that way. I'm not like afraid like oh somebody's gonna like take everything they got and run with it. At the end of the day, there's only one me. Yeah. Um, And I'm going to do things my way. And it's a big world. There's a lot of opportunity out there. So I don't really worry about that. But the biggest thing is not getting people that have a negative, like a a way of like, okay, you can tell, like, they just want to take stuff from you and then go. Um, Usually I I see that early on. I mean, I haven't always seen it early on, but usually I do now.
1: Okay. Yeah. But I'm sure, I'm sure there must've been some experience or some mistake, right? Something that happened. There's
0: always the mistake, man. Like, that's how we learn. If you're not making mistakes, mm-hmm. you're not you're not making enough decisions. I make them every day. It's a good um, way to look at it. And, and the people that are the seasoned entrepreneurs, the Kevin Harringtons, or the the other uh, known entrepreneurs of our time, they've made way more mistakes than every one of us. And because they made those mistakes, they they learned what not to do. Mm-hmm. And now because those they're the experts and they have those expertise, that's why they get these big advisory deals. This is why they get paid a lot of money because they can help you get to where you want to go
1: quicker. Exactly. So they make the mistakes for us so we don't have to, right?
0: <laughs> yes. I mean that 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 is it. Sometimes you have to experience it yeah. for yourself. Was Being there one that you was there one
1: you. was that one that you had to like there was that turning point you're like, "Oh man, like I'm here on my ass, but I had to do this. I had to."
0: Oh, plenty of times. I mean so many. I did not even know where to begin. Like where I just had to do it. And, and uh, I mean, I, I'll give you last week uh, or three weeks, four weeks ago, I went to Netflix. Uh, I didn't have a meeting lined up, and I was trying to get a hold of Netflix. And I got tired of trying to go through all these gatekeepers. And I said, "Screw it! I'm just going to show up to Netflix." And I showed up, and I didn't get a meeting, but I did promote it on social media, what I was doing to let people know, like I'm all in. um, Netflix turned me away. They very, in a nice way, escorted me out. Um, they're like, <laughs> hey, you don't have a meeting. I'm like, well, I, I traveled. To, I literally flew here to, to do this meeting. And uh, long story short, because the power of social media,
1: mm-hmm.
0: thousands, I mean, tens of thousands of people were, saw what I did. And I had a lot of people reach out, which led to some really close uh, opportunities to getting to the Netflix and other, other networks. So that was mm-hmm. one of the best things I did. Now, I... I went all in. I had to learn. I had to do it. At the end of the day, if the worst case scenario would have happened, it was one of those things I had to do it. I just knew I had to. Um, so I've had that happen in my life. And I don't want to be the what if. What if I yeah. would have did that?
1: So you're telling me you bought a ticket, you didn't have a meeting, you went there, and you wanted to make a meeting, essentially.
0: That's exactly yeah. what I did. I mean, I sent them, I even sent them personal packages. My wife and I sent them personal packages uh, a week before, which they received, like, I let them know like I was coming, um, and, and I'm like, hey, I have a meeting with so-and-so, and they're like uh, – or I said, I'm here to see this person. They're like, yeah. do you have a meeting? I said no, but they know I'm coming. They got my package. Um, they're like, well, I can't have you see them. I'm like, I traveled all over the country to see them. <laughs> Can I please get a meeting with them? Um, they know I'm coming. They said no. Um, I said, okay, is there anybody else here in this department that could have a meeting with me? They said no. Oh. I said, can I go over here and email them and let them know I'm here? They're like, yes. Within five minutes, somebody came down. He asked me what I was doing, and he escorted me out. So there, I did it. I experienced yeah. it. But I will tell you, a lot of people on social media, like there there's mm-hmm. people that said I was at that job. My career was over. Really? Like it's the end. Oh, yeah. I had a lot of hate. People in that awesome. in the industry that said that's not how you do things. Oh. How do you do things? We're in a world where things are done differently every day. Exactly. So they thought I was nuts, and then their end people thought I was a genius. Long story short, it doesn't matter what they think because it got me a lot closer to my goal. And I was a little scared doing that. I thought, okay, part of me is like, ah, and is my career over? <laughs> um, but it wasn't. And it's and you just gotta take those leaps of faith. It's just like you're leaving your job. Yeah. I got it, bought a plane ticket. Got literally went there and showed up and I just did it. When you take those leaves, it, things happen. The world mm-hmm. works in mysterious ways. You take a leap of faith in your job and you go on your own thing. Things happen. Yeah. You just got to do it. Sometimes it's hard in the moment, but once you do it, you'll feel, I'm so glad I did right I did.
1: I could, yeah, I could feel that I could like relate to certain moments in my life. Like just based on how you're talking, it's crazy. And, now, are you, you're not going to stop, right? You're probably going to still keep reaching out to them. You're probably still going to keep going after it, right?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I get all the, I've been reaching out by email to all the main executives. I mean, I'm getting closer and closer. I mean, we're going to succeed. It's There's a matter actually, of time. It's not even a question. It's just a matter of who's going to be on our side in the process of making it happen. Mm-hmm. Which who That person will be rewarded the most. Yes. Um, and who's, who's going to be the place where we go. So we'll succeed. It's just a matter of when and how.
1: Awesome, I like that. Right, you're not putting any, you're not putting any limitation on it at all. It's gonna happen. It's the think and grow rich way of thinking. Right,
0: that exactly. that book is my life, man. That's literally, like, if you want anything out of this mm-hmm. for anybody, the best advice: go read that book, because that book will change how you think. Study that book. I've read it a dozen times. It is the book to getting whatever you want in life. It's proven. And
1: was that like? That book, uh, you actually do read it that many times, huh? You've read it that many times over and over. Like,
0: I've listened to it. I've read it. I mean, I've been reading it for eight years now.
1: Wow, I, isn't it crazy that one book could kind of define and change so many people? And now, like, with, like James said, and you know, in his in his interviews. Um, it's, it's almost unbelievable. And now, you know, your, your series is sort of taking it to another level as well with, with success in your, in your series. Is there going to be like another, are you guys working on another part two and all that? Um, yeah. That, so, all that in the works?
0: so the first step is getting uh, distribution for season one and, and getting it out there and doing a premieres in each city that we actually filmed in. Yes. And then we have a plan for events. And then through that, once that deals done is, is to go into season two to create, uh, uh, evergreen, uh, recurring thing that happens so it's a show it's education um this has been a dream of mine for a while i I mean i I had filmed the show ambitious ventures which was a success and that was a great learning experience i've done a lot of other filming projects I've, i've helped people raise money i feel like everything i've done is built up to this point to where i'm at now and i've got to learn from making mistakes doing things right and i mean the movie thinking to rich the legacy I use the principles of thinking rich to even be a part of that team. I mean, I helped raise 370 grand for the film. Um, I got to be in the movie, like add value when you add massive value and you're persistent and you keep showing up. You, you will always succeed. Nobody will beat you. Like you just got to keep going. A lot of people quit. They, they don't see results in our world. They want to see results now. They want to see it in three months, six months. It might take you two, three years. Yeah. But if you stick with it, you get the three- to five-year mark, you're going to see some big results. You just got to get through that threshold.
1: What if What if you're going at it for five years and you still see nothing?
0: Just keep going. Steve Harvey was 36. I was listening to some on him. Mm-hmm. Steve Harvey is a big, big thickener fan. At yeah. 36, he was homeless. He was living on his car. He was about to throw in the towel. And then he had a break. And it took him a good 50 years before he That's really crazy. started to see his – yeah, but now he's like, look, he's like everywhere. Yeah, and that's a, just an example. You just have to keep going. Why give up? Why? Why give up and go live a normal life and say you settled?
1: Exactly. Well, I mean, plenty of people will do that, no matter what they could hear whatever they hear, and at the end of the day, it's it's your choice. You got to own up to it, and uh, you'll get you know you'll get as much as you put in. That's for sure. All right, Brandon. Well, everybody, make sure make sure to check out Brandon T. Adams' Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, pretty much anywhere you can think of. Brandon T. Adams. Check out his show, Success in Your City. And now on to our listeners' favorite segment of the show. Welcome to the round with no name, because they're all taken. But uh, I like to think it's the listeners' favorite. <laughs> I don't really know. I don't really know. It's my favorite, but it's just because I get to throw weird questions at you and I mean, very, very, very legit questions, actually, because uh, we're going to make sure you think hard here. So you get five seconds to initiate an answer. Just throw something out. Otherwise, my producer, he lurks in the background and uh, they call him the leg breaker for a reason. I like my legs. I don't I don't want to have to deal with them. <laughs> oh. Without without further ado, what is your favorite book?
0: Thinking Rich by Napoleon Hill. I could have guessed that.
1: Man, I should ask something else. Favorite movie
0: favorite movie is think and grow rich the legacy
1: ah he didn't he didn't Uh, we were betting on it if you were going to do it that way and you did oh man i i'm gonna owe something who is or has been your greatest mentor
0: jack berenger was my first great mentor and, and kevin harrington has become another one
1: do you feel that entrepreneurism is a fad
0: In a way, yes and no. Uh, A lot of people are going to fail because they think entrepreneurship is cool. Uh, I think it's a way to make money. But honestly, only about a half a percent of the population can actually do entrepreneurship. In a way it is, but it will always be here. It's created our foundation of this country.
1: You're stranded on an island for the unforeseeable future. What is the one item you want with you?
0: Fire. I want fire. I want a lighter.
1: That is a bossed Two boss, exclusive, everybody. No one's ever said that. What would you do with this fire?
0: I would start a fire because I don't need a knife. I can find other ways to kill things to to eat. I just need a fire because I don't want to have to do the old chipping and and do the sparks. I need a fire. Give me a lighter.
1: You would constantly have to keep it going though, right? As long as it's lit, you just got to keep bringing wood, keep bringing wood. Yeah,
0: as long as I got the thing, that
1: start that fire. Oh, there we go. Okay. Perfect. All right. You know what? I like that. That's a totally different way of thinking what is the one item that you carry around with you every day or something that you must drink or eat every single day because it makes you, Oh, the
0: phone. <laughs> but, but wait, what what do I drink or eat? Water.
1: Like, what thing, water, specific kind of water.
0: Just plain old water,
1: plain old water. The good kind. The how good do kind. you, how do you drink your coffee?
0: I drink it black. Oh so yeah. Sometimes, sometimes a red eye with some espresso.
1: You know what they say, right? Let's just, if you drink it black, you know what they say? What? According to a study by the Huff Post, that you, there's a good chance you might show some psychotic tendencies. So.
0: I mean, that's true. I've been <laughs> called psychotic before.
1: Okay, good. Because I drink black coffee too, so I don't mind saying it. I'm not offended. I hope you're not either. <laughs> if you had an unlimited amounts of money and you could start up any business you want, it can't be anything you're doing though. What would it be?
0: Oh, that's tough. Um, actually, um, uh, uh, I'm not doing it now, but I want to do in the future is, is do apartment complexes so I can show all these people that suck at doing it, how it should be done.
1: <laughs> oh man, we should like post that up online. And then one day when you're doing it, we're going to like take you back. Be like, Hey, remember that day? Remember that day? Yeah. And boom, you're going to have to prove them all wrong. Actually, man, we, we gotta, we gotta keep you accountable on that. 'm I'm, I'm gonna wait I'm gonna wait when you like have a gold mine and you're gonna do this, and then I'm gonna be like, just remember this video you played.
0: it probably happened sure in that. five years
1: now, most importantly, most importantly, how do you feel about socks and sandals?
0: <laughs> that's weird, you don't do it, it just doesn't go seriously awkward,
1: yeah, what, what would you do if i if I showed you that I was wearing some right now?
0: I feel like, dude, you're weird. <laughs>
1: dude. Yeah, this is the same answer I just got back to back. I want to say Steve Sims. Uh, he's the one. He he said the same answer. He's like, dude, I just I don't even think I would talk to you anymore. (laughs) That's funny. It was great. It was great. But hopefully one day I could walk around and and it's accepted. You know, that'd be that'd be nice. Someday. Someday. But uh, You know what? You survived. I survived. We're both here. My producer didn't show up so uh we're good everybody that's at brandon t adams everywhere online facebook instagram twitter you name it check out success in your city um and most importantly the mic is all yours brandon uh final thoughts for our listeners before we uh before we head out
0: yeah your thoughts become things be careful how you think you can think positive or negative i pick positive every time no matter what's going in my life and whatever your mind conceives and believes your mind achieves and whatever you think about, the muscle you've become. So the thoughts that you actually have in your mind can become a reality. So be careful what you think about. Be careful what you consume your mind with. And if you stick with something long enough, you eventually will find success. So just keep going.
1: That is deep. Mic drop, done. Brandon T. Adams, it's been a pleasure to have you on. We'll definitely, uh, I definitely look forward to talking to you again soon.
0: Thank you, buddy. That is all for this episode of Bossed to Boss. Your next step is to visit boss2boss.com where you will find proven techniques followed by professionals to help you make that next step. Again, that is Boss the number two, boss.com. And remember,
1: the time is now.